Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of the Guilt-Free Goals podcast. As you know, we've been talking about taking those big goals and breaking them down into smaller chunks. And now we're into going from goals to weekly and daily habits. This makes you stay consistent with working on your goals. Is to really set habits that are going to work for you and your lifestyle. So this week I'm going to be sharing with you five tips to stay consistent with your habits. Let's get started. Welcome to the Guilt-Free Goals podcast. I'm Amira, your podcast host and the author of Guilt-Free Goals. This podcast is all about finding balance between your goals, rest, and flow. I want you to explore new ways of reaching old goals by showing up imperfectly and creating sustainable action towards your dream self. Are you ready? Let's get you closer to your joy one small step at a time. So let's jump right in. Tip number one is to start slow and be specific. It would be easy for me to say that I will stop going on my phone in the morning and I will journal instead. But one, that's a really big change to make. And two, it's not very specific. I could wake up, turn on my phone, and literally journal in my notes section. And that will be me kind of working on that habit. So if you really want to stick with a habit and stay consistent with it, you really have to define what it is, get specific with it, and also don't make a big change in working on it. So if you continuously say, like, I want to meditate every day, and then you don't do it, then that's too big of a leap for you to be making. Take it a step back, get specific with it, and start slow. Maybe you show up and you meditate every Tuesday morning and you stay consistent with that for a couple of months before you add on to it. Make it easy on yourself and really be specific. What does meditation look like to you? Where will you be meditating? Do you need any tools to be meditating? Like, do you need a visualization? Do you need a teacher? What do you really need to make this habit something that will stick? Last week, I talked a lot about how I made changes in my habits to go from going on my phone every morning to actually writing and journaling. I started really slow, and it took me almost a year and a half to actually make this change. And within like shifting that habit, it took me about three months before I was able to really be confident that I was going to stick with this habit. So I got really specific. And actually, it wasn't even me. It was Julia Cameron who says, when you do your morning pages, you write for three pages longhand. So you actually get out a piece of paper and a pen or pencil and you write for three pages. At the end of those three pages, if I'm not finished a thought or if I could write more, I just stop. Everything that I was meant to write happens in those three pages and I don't go longer and I never do shorter. That is my specific goal. So I know that I can't go on my phone and write these pages and I can't type them up and I can't do them any other way. Like I need my notebook, I need my pen, and I will sit and write for three pages every morning, which is about 25 to 30 minutes depending on how slow or fast I write. I knew that I needed notebooks to do this. And in between notebooks, I didn't want to have an excuse of like, oh, I'm waiting for my next notebook. So I bought 18 composition notebooks from Amazon. And this was me really committing to that goal. 
Tip number two is to keep your goal in sight. Every night before I sleep, I actually put my notebook right beside my pillow and my pen is there as well. So that in the morning, there's nothing I have to really like think about or I have to like get out of bed to get something to do my habit. I know that I just turn over, my notebook's right there, I just open it and I start writing. So this idea of out of sight, out of mind actually works for your habits as well. If you want to accomplish something or if you want to do something consistently, you have to keep it in mind and in sight. So if you want to like have morning smoothies, keep your blender out on your counter so that you get to see it every time you walk into the kitchen. Something I wrote about in my book, Guilt-Free Goals, is using your environment to help you reach your goals. One of the things I personally do is that I don't use carpets anymore. I just use yoga mats. So I see yoga mats all around my room, and that reminds me of how important it is to move my body in a way that feels good. Keeping it in sight and in mind is really the way to stay consistent with your habits. And don't use excuses here. If you're like, oh, I can't keep my blender out, it doesn't look clean, then you're going to stop yourself from being consistent. You need to be honest with yourself and realize that sometimes we have to get out of our rigid ways to reach our goals. Just because you've been doing something for so long doesn't mean that it's the best thing or that it works perfectly for you. It could be just something you're comfortable with and used to. So keep your goal in sight and in mind. Use your environment to really help you reach your habits and stay consistent with them. If you want to do something every morning, keep it beside your bed. If you want to do something every night, keep it beside your bed. If you want to do something like eat better or, you know, something that has to do with your kitchen, then structure your kitchen in a way where you get those habits more comfortably and you can actually stick to it. If you want to do your skincare every night, then you have to structure your bathroom so that you see those things or that they're right in reach so that you can do it every single night. It's really that simple. Keep it in sight and in mind. Tip number three is to track your habit. You can do this with an app, with a planner, with a habit tracker, with a Bujo journal. Is that how you pronounce it? I'm not even sure. <laughs> but just actually have a place where you track your habits. This keeps you in check and it also makes you see what's working and what isn't. You can actually become aware of your habits this way because if you see that every Tuesday you just don't show up to work on your habit, then maybe you can scratch doing Tuesdays or you can shift your schedule on Tuesdays to make yourself more able to have the energy and consistency to show up. So there are apps you can get where you can actually put a habit tracker on your main phone screen so that you see it every single day. I think the app I used was called Tick Tick. Um, for iPhone and you can actually download it and put your habits right on your home screen. So I did this for a year with my reading and my movement goals and I loved tracking my habits this way. Tip number four is to hold space for your excuses. I used to say don't make excuses but I decided to shift this because really it's not about not making excuses. It's about actually listening to your excuses, to all the reasons why you think you can't do something, and then shifting that mindset and working with it in a new way. So you might have this inherent belief that I could never be consistent with this habit. 
it's not about your actions working on this habit. It's the mindset behind why you're not showing up. If you truly believe you can't do it, then you have to shift that goal or that habit to something you do believe you can do. Or maybe it's that I believe I can be consistent, but I can't be consistent if like my kids stop me from working out. Well, you could shift that habit as well. Maybe you're going to invite your kids to work out with you, or you'll find a way where you can work out together. You might also create pockets in your week where you get your partner to help you or like a family member or somebody where you can actually create that space for yourself to work on that habit. Make a list of all the reasons why you think you can't do something and then turn those can'ts into wills. What will you do instead? What will you think instead? How can you shift those mindsets and get to the root of why you believe you can't do something, into how you believe you can do it. I talk all about this in my book, Guilt-Free Goals. In part two, I talk about how to set smarty goals, and I talk about excuses in there. Our excuses, or what we tell ourselves, is really what helps us stay consistent or be inconsistent with our habits and goals. So I highly recommend actually sitting with your excuses and honoring them and listening to them. It's not about ignoring them because if you ignore them, they're still going to be there. Tip number five is to align with your dream self feelings. So last week we talked about writing down everything that you've done in the week and actually getting aware of what habits you're currently working on versus not and making those shifts. Well, if you still have that list, or maybe you want to make another one, maybe you've made some shifts in the past seven days, then I highly recommend looking at that list and seeing if it aligns with how you want to feel. For example, last year, I talked a lot about how, oh, in 2022, I want to be reading more classic literature, and I want to read all of these classics and spend my year reading like The Great Gatsby or David Copperfield or The Scarlet Letter, just like these classics that I haven't read before. But when I sat down to set my goals for 2022, I realized that my dream self feelings are magic, love, tender, and playful. And reading classics actually makes me feel challenged and bored. And yes, they can be really deep and magical, but they don't make me feel magical. I feel more magical reading romance books and fantasies and even self-help books and spirituality books, but I don't feel magical reading classics. I also realized that I would feel magical if I could invest my money this year. And I really have to read like more about investing and finances, and that would be my more challenging reading goal, and that would help me feel more magical in the long run than reading classics. So I realized this one goal or habit of mine of reading and spending my time reading classics was not going to make me feel the way I wanted to feel. So that habit wouldn't have really been something that I could consistently do and feel good about it. So why would I be working on it? To stay consistent with your habits, you really want to make sure they align with your dream self feelings. If something isn't going to make you feel the way you want to feel in the moment or in the long term, you really have to question why you feel the need or the pressure to work on it. You're allowed to release that pressure 
especially if it comes from societal or peers or parents telling you that you should be doing this, or even just the perception that they are putting the pressure on you to do it, it can create guilt and shame. And again, in Guilt-Free Goals, I talk about the guilt cycle. When we feel more guilt and shame around what we're doing, we're less likely to have the motivation to show up. And then this is where we, we become inconsistent with our goals and habits. If it's not making you feel the way you want to feel, don't do it. Or if it's not going to make you feel the way you want to feel in the future, don't do it. Really make sure that your habits and goals align with your dream self and your dream self feelings. Otherwise, it's going to be really hard to stay consistent without that strong why. Why are you doing it? So the five tips that I gave you today for staying consistent with your habits is to one, start slow and be specific. Two, keep your goal in sight and really use your environment to stay consistent with your habits. Three, track your habit. Four, hold space for your excuses and change them into things that you do and can and will believe that you can achieve. Make it more positive, but not necessarily positive, personal. Make some personal affirmation statements or personal micro goals that will help you achieve that habit and stay consistent with it. You don't have to forget your excuses. We want you to honor them. And five, align your habit with your dream self feelings. If it doesn't make you feel the way you want to feel in the moment or won't make you feel the way you want to feel in the future, why are you doing it? Release the pressure, release the shame, release the guilt. Let's go for guilt-free goals and habits. That's it for this week. Next week, I really want to get into talking about habit stacking and how I did this with my own habits. Looking forward to it. See you next Tuesday. I'm so grateful for you tuning into this week's episode of the Guilt-Free Goals podcast. Ready for more? Download your free Dream Self Workbook from guiltfreegoals.com to get started in achieving your goals. You can find different supports in reaching your goals through my website and my Instagram at guiltfreegoals. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take two minutes now to leave a review or share it with a friend. Thank you for taking this time for yourself to invest in your dreams guilt-free. If you're listening to this in real time, I'll see you next week. And if not, get ready to binge the next episode.